Welcome to Poetic Justice for God Ministry. I am the host overseer, Estelle. Today I am the teacher, and I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the Miko One Show for this. Bless. It's been a blessing. Amen. We have teachings. We have entrepreneurs. We have a little bit of everything on the Miko One Show. Thank you for the ones that have went to the website and have downloaded the videos from the Bible study to the youth ministry, to the worship process. We just want to say thank you. And I want to open up in prayer. Father God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. We honor you. We give you all the glory and honor, Father God. We bind insecurity by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Even though we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against powers, against the rulers of darkness. We bind darkness and insecurity, low self-esteem, bitterness, hatefulness, Father, by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We bind suicide thoughts, Father God. We ask that you protect our mind, body, and soul as we continually stay connected to the word, the word of God that is a consuming fire that can bring down every stronghold, every generational curse, Father God. We say thank you, Father God, for victory over diseases that's taking over our lives, Father God. It has no rule, Father God, in us, Father God. So we thank you for total healing from the mind, body, soul, and spirit. Miracles that's being birthed through you. We thank you in advance for healing of HIV, for healing from every cardiac disease, from diabetes, from cancer, Father God, because you are the chief physician. We're calling on you to be the chief healer. Continue to be a blessing, Father God, as we stand on your word, as we stand Study the word as we fast and pray and continuously build our relationship with our identity and our integrity based on the Holy Ghost. We say thank you in advance. We ask these many blessings in thy son Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. It's been a blessing. God bless each and every one of you. And if you can turn to your book, to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Yes, we spiritually warfaring, and the best chapter to teach us about is the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, where it talks about the armor. But today we're dealing with 6 12. So go to Ephesians 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when we look at this verse, when we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, we allow the things of the world, not of God, to be have sovereignty over our lives and produce sins. The darkness of this world becomes our God and creates spiritual wickedness in high places. And some of the things that we can sin on is fornication, adultery, is creating dark places in our lives where we're allowing this to be our God instead of God being our God. So we tell him, so for God, you tell us in the word that you are the light of the world. And he that follows one should not walk in darkness, but shall have light of life. And in Psalms 119, because you know, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. So we're dealing with the light and not darkness. Amen. So in Psalms 119, 105, it says in the word that 
Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Looking at part of the verse, it says, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. This section of the verse speaks about rulers of the darkness of the world. Then how we walk in the darkness of the world. We, When we walk in darkness, we're losing hope and we're losing faith in God. We allow Satan to be rulers over our lives and we're telling God no to his will and no to his way. We allow darkness to become our lifestyle instead of God being our lifestyle, instead of worship being a part of our lifestyle. John 8, 12, it says, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, hallelujah, but shall have the light of life. So we thank you, Father, because you are the light of the world, but you're the light of life. You give us light. And then when we look at the verse against the part of the section of the verse, it says against spiritual wickedness in high places. This spiritual wickedness in high places feeds off our hurts, feeds off our pain, feeds off our negativity. And when you understand that spiritual wickedness begin to feed off of all that pain and all that hurt and negativity, it causes you create a dwelling place, but it causes bitterness, hatefulness, resentfulness. You can create a dwelling place of wickedness in high places to be the head of your life and the wilderness become your dwelling place. Nobody want to dwell in the wilderness. Amen. And let's define what a spirit is. Because this is spirits that we are dealing with. It's a non-physical part of a person. It's their soul was the seat of emotions. It's the seat of our emotions and characters. And let's give some example for spirits that can, as follows, is anger, low self-esteem, insecurity, and bitterness. Defining bitterness, bitterness in a person is anger, is unhappy feelings, being unforgiving, resentful, Resentment leads to a spirit of rejection. And with bitterness, you feel you have been treated unfairly, which can lead to anger. A lot of domestic violence women, they carry that heart of bitterness because they're still hurting and they have to forgive. And it's not so easy to say in the name of Jesus, but it's hard to do because you have so many women and men, children that carries the heart of bitterness from being hurt, from being rejected, from being angry. And anger can come from someone being abused, someone being molested, being taken advantage of, being left, being dropped, being rejected. And one of the scriptures in Hebrew 12 and 5 deal with building as it says, looking diligently, least any man fail of the grace of God, least any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby may be defiled. Understanding anger is an emotion of rage, wrath, but it's characterized by antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. That anger, you got to get over it, Lord. 
because you're hurting yourself more than you hurt them. And once again, it's so easy to say, but hard to do. Look at Proverbs 15.1 that deals with anger. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Anger can lead to low self-esteem. And when anger is used to diminish or hurt or create a negative feeling, it can reduce someone's confidence. Low self-esteem is a negative perception of how one has about themselves. It's how you feel about yourself. A good example is believing that someone's better than you. And when you allow your soul to house low self-esteem, you cannot identify with who you are, who you are with yourself and who you are with God. Low self-esteem can lead to anxiety, which can lead to fear. With fear, you are afraid. You feel that you are in danger or threatened. And my, one example of this that I dealt with, with low self-esteem is certain speaking engagements. I used to be so fearful and scared and just didn't feel like I was good enough and qualified. But as I began to fast and pray and lay before God, he gave me that confidence. He, he re, The word of God strengthened who I was in him. My identity in God increased as my low self-esteem decreased and began to begin to be erased. Let's deal with self-esteem. What is self-esteem? It's the way you see yourself. When you are insecure with yourself, it leads to low self-esteem. But low self-esteem can create insecurity, which can lead to fear. And just like I said, I was fearful. And when fear sets in, you become afraid. You develop anxiety. You become a threat to yourself. I became a threat to myself because I began to believe a lie. But as I said, once I laid before God, hallelujah, Lord, start basking in the presence, creating a, creating a more intimate relationship, increasing my prayer life, fasting and praying, staying on the word. I'm not perfect, but Lord, wash me. Wash me white as snow. Cleanse me, Father God. I'm coming to you, tore up from the ground up, but I know that you are a healer from the inside out. Heal me, deliver me, and set me free. Whatever is not like you, burn it out by the word. It begins, being a threat to yourself can lead to aggressive social habits. Oh my God. Shopping. Oh, yes, when I'm depressed, I can shop, baby. Yes, I can. Some people create eating habits. Drugs, weed, liquor, all those are social habits. Behaviors that can control, that can appear to be automatic quality, but it's not. Dressing good make you feel good, right? But you don't feel good. It's all a front. It's, it's You're putting on makeup. You're putting on these sharp clothes, making you feel like you got it all together, but you don't. So we bind this social habit by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We come against low self-esteem in the name of Jesus. Because with low self-esteem, renewing, restoring, reestablish yourself with the word of God will give you strength. When you allow the word of God to renew you, it gives you strength. Fasting and praying, like I said, studying that word, renewing your image, your mind, your character in God. 
my favorite scripture in the name of Jesus, Isaiah 40, 31. For low self-esteem, everybody, for low self-esteem, go to Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord, hallelujah, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not be faint. One of my favorites. I remember someone sung that song, made a song out of it. They that wait on the Lord. I loved it when I was coming up. Girl, I still love it. I love the scripture. So when we think about insecurity, just think of lack, lack, lack of confidence. When you are able to build your character, your integrity, hallelujah, Lord, your integrity, Jesus, with the word of God, it will erase your insecurity. And when you justify your confidence through the word of God, it provides refuge, strength to defeat every stronghold, every spiritual wickedness in high places. You are able to fight spiritually against the principalities, against this world, of this world. I love the word of God. When we look at the book of Hebrews 12, 29, it says God is a consuming fire. When you analyze what fire does to the body, how it burns, but as God being the consuming fire, how he burns things out by the root, all that low self-esteem, he can come against that because the word is the fire. And as you stand on the word and as you study it, it can burn it out by the root in the name of Jesus. So I love the word of God as a consuming fire. And when we look at fire and how it burns the body, think of blistering, pain, turns the body red, it hurts. Redness, but the body shrinks. And when your body burns and ashes remain, your bones is reduced to a fragment and the bones are reduced to granular consistencies, which creates coarse textures and ashes. For God is a consuming fire. And when you are able to study the word of God, living the word of God, being obedient, your image change and think about fire. Thinking about this to take your whole body, because this is a good example of how the word of God can change your life, can change your integrity, can change your character. Just by living the word, just by studying and fasting and praying and walking the word of God in the name of Jesus. And look how ashes when the bird, just think of a full, just think of your body and just say that. You're being cremated. Your body turns to ashes. That's me. There's no more form. We can't even identify who you are. That's why they said the word of God is a consuming fire because it brings down every stronghold. If you're insecure, it comes against insecurity. It speaks love to you. It speaks peace. That's why the armor, oh, it tells you in the book of Ephesians to put the entire out. God on, not just half of it, but when you deal with the helmet of salvation, it covers that mind. And that salvation is you saying yes to in your way, to God's way, but not your way. You're saying yes to God. You say, 
I have accepted you as my personal savior, Father God. And I'm willing to live right in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then when you look at the breastplate of righteousness, it's a plate that covers the important parts of the body, the heart, the lungs, your intestines, your diaphragm, which allows you to breathe. You can't breathe without a diaphragm or lungs. Amen. And without a heart, you the blood can't be pumped through the entire body. So think about that. And then you have the shield of faith. I love it because it's movable. Because we, we walk by faith. In order for you to believe in God, you have to have faith, babe, because he's a spirit. You're not seeing him, but you're feeling him. You're living him. And some people want the physical. But when you understand the spiritual of God, the physical don't matter. You're bringing down that stronghold. Amen. And the belt of truth, being honest, that's what builds your integrity. Hallelujah. The honesty. You can't front no more. You can't fake it till you make it like they've been telling us for years. Don't fake it till you make it. No, live holy. God is asking you to be holy unto him. And assure peace. That peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. When you walk in peace, you have serenity and love and understanding. Sometimes we don't even understand the peace. Because you, God looks beyond our faults and see our needs. He's a needs supplier. And us understanding why he died for us. So we can have that eternal life. So we thank him for that sword. That sword, oh my God, is the word of God. And when you are able to take the word of God and make it a consuming fire with the sword, oh my God, you're bringing down, you're burning them up and you're cutting them out. Cut it out and burn it up. That's me. It's, it's not coming back. You can't even see what it is. Try cutting it out first and then burn it up. The sword, which is the word, the word of God which is our lifestyle, which we can stand on his word and be able to tell him, thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for healing me from my hurt and my brokenness, Father God, because you are a healer. Everybody that turned their back on me, my mother might have disrespected me or disowned me, but Father, you told me I was your daughter because you created me when I was in my mother's womb. You believed in me when nobody else believed in me. You have trust in me and faith in me, Father, because I was able to stand on your word and say thank you for the word. I was able to live holy in righteousness. Hey, <laughs> that integrity that built the truth, <laughs> living holy in righteousness. I'm not backbiting. I'm not being hypocritical. But Father, I'm standing on your word and said, cleanse me as I am, as I come before you. I'll die to myself as you increase the bread of life, as you breathe into my nostrils, Father God, renewing the bread of life in me, Father God, breathing a new life, a new beginning. Starting over, Father God, as I continue to say thank you to your will and not my will, your will should be done. 
as it is on earth. And I say thank you in advance because you are worthy to be praised and honored. I glorify your entire name. I will not take it lightly, Father God. You're everything in between. So I thank you for Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, because you are the light of the world. You're the lamp under our feet. We say thank you. I'm just going to say thank you for this word today. And I'm praying that it has encouraged someone. Because we bind insecurity, iniquities. We come against it. Low self-esteem. Our identity is in God. He's our Holy Ghost ID check. And I say thank you for John 3.16. It says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For who? shall believe it in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I thank you for the life, the life that was shedded on Calvary that created a testimony for us, the life that bled for us, Father God. And because of your blood, it heals, it delivers, and it sets us free. I thank you for it. And I'm praying that this teaching was a blessing for someone that's spiritually warfaring, You can't fight it physically. It's a spirit. A spirit that is non-physical part of a person, their soul, which is the seat of their emotions and their character. A spirit that we have to fight spiritually with the word of God because God is a consuming fire. He's the sword. It's the word. So I just want to thank you for everyone that's tuning in, don't forget to subscribe to the Miko One Show. Subscribe. We have a YouTube channel, the Miko One Show, but Poetic Justice for God Ministry also has a YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. And then check out, out our website, www.poeticjusticeforgodministry.com. Once again, www.poeticjusticeforgodministry.com. I just want to pray us out for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Father God, we just say thank you. We humble ourselves before you for asking for healing of our mind, soul and spirit. Father God, as we wrestling, some of us are still wrestling. We ask them for forgiveness of every sin, forgiveness of anything that is not like you, that's not lined up with the world. We thank you, Father God, that you are the light of the world. You're the lamp of our under our feet, Father God. And as we walk by faith and not by sight, you are our light, that someone will yearn for you, that we yearn from the kingdom of God, Father God, and be wants to be saved, wants to be delivered, wants to be set free. They're free. They're wrestling with their mind, Father God. Some of them are contemplating suicide. We bind the spirit of suicide by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We don't know what they're going through, but Father, you know. And give us a word in our belly that we'll be an encouragement to him, that we'll be able to pray. Because in order to have the armor of God, the prayer activates it. 
it's on, but some of us don't even understand where it's at because we have no prayer life. So we ask them for an increase of prayer life for each and every one that's listening and tuning in. Take us to the next level. We ask them for um, conditional favor with you and with the people. We ask in these many blessings in that son Jesus' name. We're shouting hallelujah and amen. They can see. I love you more than my thoughts can conceive. I had many thoughts. I love you. Oh, yes, I do. But it just made my love grow stronger. When I look into the heavens. I love you more than the stars in the sky. I love you. I'm gonna say.